1: Um. All right. So I'm totally not used to. It. Mandy's usually like the executive producer. I just show up. So I'm like, what do I do? All right. <laughs> all right, Mandy. I know you're listening and shaking your head. You're missed. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. It's me, Tiffany Alice, a.k.a. The Nista. Welcome to Brown Ambition. Super excited. So you're going to hear mostly my voice today and the voice of our very special guest. Mandy's not with us today, but we're still going to rock on and rock out. You guys have asked so many questions since we had a, our last um guest on Helen who talked about like retirement as it relates to investing and I said, you know what? Let's bring on someone else that can talk to you about investing but in a different kind of way. Have you ever heard of an awesome company and you're like, "Oh boy, I'd love to invest in that." Or like, you know, you've maybe you're, you're on the um I don't know, you're at the movies, and you realize, like, I remember I used to always see the, the, the hand dryer things that all of a sudden got really big, and I remember thinking, I wonder what company makes this. I'd love to invest in that. Well, you can. It's called Stocks, and today we have Tila Holcomb. Did I say your last name right, Tila? Yes, you did. Yes, Tila is amazing. She is um, stock queen extraordinaire. Um, Tila specializes in trading, correct, Tila? Yes. Look at me. I be knowing stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tila specializes in trading, and um, she's going to talk to us about, like, what does that mean? How do you get into it? Tila, recently, is this recent that you paid off your mama's, um her house?
2: Yes, this year for Mother's Day.
1: I saw that video, so we're going to talk about that, too. So welcome, Tila.
2: <laughs> Thanks for having
1: me. So first, Tila, um, tell me, how did you get into trading stocks?
2: Uh, So I got into it from a coworker. He was talking about trading stocks and retiring and and all that. And it piqued my interest. I, I had never heard anyone talking about it and other than, you know, just, Scrolling or passing by the finance channel on TV. I mean, I knew it existed, but that was kind of about it. So I just started asking him questions about, you know, how does it work and what books he was reading and what did he recommend. And like that just really launched me into figuring out this thing called investing.
1: So, what was the first company stock that you ever bought? Do you remember?
2: Yes, I do. I bought. Coach because let me tell you. <laughs> ah yes, black <Awesome>. girl. <laughs> I thought, you know what? If I can make some money on this, I can go get another purse. Like I'm crazy about purses and that right there had me hooked, just knowing if I make money from their stock, I can go buy as many purses as I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like I was sold with that.
1: <laughs> so when you first am assuming you were you were still working at the time, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but you no longer work for anyone, correct? Correct. How do you support yourself?
2: uh trading stocks and then two years ago i launched my course teaching others how to do it because they were like you got to tell me you got to show me how to do this
1: that's awesome all right so for the people who are listening and they're like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh i want to trade do i just go download like the 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 robin app am i trading then
2: Um, no, not quite, not yet. (laughs) That is a start. Uh, but you, you then have to figure out what companies that you actually want to buy or, or trade and invest in. So that would be my first step is, or my first recommendation is figuring that out first.
1: Okay. And when someone first starts trading, what are some of the common pitfalls that people make mistakes with that you're like, Ooh, make sure that you don't do this or make sure you definitely do that. So the
2: first thing I like to get people to understand is know whether you're wanting to trade or invest because there's definitely a difference. So with trading, you're buying now and you're selling within sometime with less than a year from now, right? So in a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months, that's trading. Now, investing is where you plan on buying today and you plan on holding it for the, uh, you know, a year, five years or decades. Okay? okay. Um, because a lot of people will buy for long term, but then they're like, all right, let this money's not rolling in. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But you've got to remember with investing it's for years to decades. If you're wanting to see some money roll in sometime soon, then you are wanting to do the um, trading side of things. So okay. I always make sure people understand the difference there. Okay. Okay. Um, another thing is stick, stay away from the popular ones, the ones that re- move really fast because a lot of people can't stomach that kind of movement. Like, uh, $20 up, a stock going up $20 in a day mm-hmm. sounds amazing to people, but when the stock goes down $20 in a, in a day, that can really scare you. Okay. And so the third thing I recommend, um, people do is Uh, know what your budget is. And so if you can allocate within your budget, how much you're willing to put towards your investments, then you won't feel like you're behind or not able to um, invest, but it's now within your family budget to where you can set aside enough money um, to get started.
1: Okay. So when people, so uh, like someone like you or just anyone, do you suggest if people are going to trade, should they be also be investing too, or you kind of pick one or the other?
2: I recommend people do both okay? because they can, by doing both, you can actually uh, build onto each other. So like I personally do both trade and invest. And okay. so I take uh, the trading money and yes, I do live off of it. And then I take the majority of it and I put it towards my long-term investments. So it's kind of like my workhorse or it's mm. trading is now my nine to five, right? And okay. so I take the money from my nine to five to fund my retirement or my long-term investment account.
1: Okay. Let's ask some of the fun questions. What mm. is the most you've ever made in a day where you're like, Ooh, or even if it's not the most you've ever made in a day, the most a stock has gone up, like you've made like in a day from like one stock, you don't have to tell us a stock or anything. But I'm just curious to see like how wild trading can get. Like what's the most <laughs> you've made from one stock and what's like the most you've lost from one stock in a day?
2: I have made $12,000 <gasps> from, uh, in three days, it was, uh, I bought one day in the third day, it was it closed and I had made twelve thousand oh, dollars. Okay. Yeah. But then I've also lost like seven thousand on a stock. Okay. So yeah, it can swing up just as much <laughs> as it can swing down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So if, so if you were going to warn folks, like, you know, because I think, especially women, so most of the women that listen are brown and am, ambitious, um, but uh, more and more, thankfully, because of the work that folks like me and you are doing, we're starting to see women like us get into trading and investing and financial education, but it's not typically the case for, for uh, brown women. So, like, what words of encouragement would you give to get people to get started? Because it can most of us didn't grow up in a household where money was talked about so it can mm-hmm. be a little overwhelming to to kind of tiptoe in the door so what was the thing that that your coworker kind of gave that little push what's that thing you can give us to be like okay this is this is my little pep talk to you
2: you know it wasn't even my coworker that that pushed me to do it okay. i just knew you know it was i and I came from a single parent home as my mom and me and my brother. And I saw how hard she worked. I saw how she couldn't be there for like some of our school events and things like that. And that really hurt me. And I didn't understand it as a kid, but when I found myself as a single parent, I then understood it. Okay. I understood why she was working so hard. And she didn't want to not be there for certain things, but she had to because she was working multiple jobs. And I said, you know what? I don't want to be there. And I saw my mom, you know, 50, then inching towards 60. And she's feeling like she still has to work mm. because she does have to pay off a house. And she didn't have a retirement built up. And I was like, I know I need to do something different. And she always told me, be better than me, okay. do better than me. And not that she did a bad job, but she's like, just go on and do more than what I was able to do. And and finances was one way that I was like, okay, I'm going to do better. Like, how can I not, how can I be here for my kid every day? And it was, I have to change things financially. I have to start investing and not even just, um, for myself, but I have to start building this to where I have, our family has something to pass down. So my daughter doesn't start at Uh, step zero, like I did and like my mom did. And so that just watching her and looking back and then finding myself as a single parent is really what drove me to figure this out. So for all my brown ladies out there, you can do this. Like for us to change, uh, the trajectory of our families and our community as a whole, we have to do more than just budgeting and saving yes. Like those. We do need to know that. And I tell everyone with, with trading and investing, like I can teach you how to make the money, but if you don't know how to manage it and save it and all that, it's not going to do you any good. Mm-hmm. So that is a great foundation, but we then have to do more. Once you, once you have that, What's the next step? And that's going to be investing so that we can build.
1: I always say you cannot budget and save your way to wealth. Like I started the budget needs to to be like the prerequisite of the rest of your financial life, not to be your financial life, you know? Mm -hmm. And then because uh, what people don't understand, I think, is they don't get that savings is like the gateway drug to investing, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, that like, if you don't have any money saved, like the purpose of budgeting is so you can take care of your current finances, but so you can save. And the purpose of savings is, yes, so you can, you know, have some money set aside for an emergency. But really, the purpose of savings is so you can grow wealth via investing. Exactly. Yeah, so if you don't budget, if you don't save, it's going to be very difficult to find the means to grow wealth.
2: Right. Exactly.
1: So now that you, so trading, so what kind of commitment, if I'm wanting to trade in, because I know that's what you say, trade in my nine to five, (laughs) for those of you who didn't get that, that pun right there, it's a pun, I think, (laughs) Um, right? So let's just say I'm wanting to trade in my nine to five, how many hours a day can I expect to be trading in order to make enough to, you know, to, to, to support myself, like an average income? And then how many days a week can I expect to, to invest?
2: Okay. So that's a very good question. Um, and I tell people they need to know that there's day trading because a lot of times when people hear trading, they think you're day trading and day trading is where you're making, um, a bunch of trades a day. So you're buying and selling several times to a hundred times a day. And that is a full-time job. And so for me, that just definitely turned me off. I didn't want a full-time job anymore. But what I do is called swing trading, okay. which allows me to have more time. And so what swing trading is, is I will buy today and I will sell in a couple of days to a couple of weeks. Okay. And so I don't have to do a whole bunch of trading and it doesn't take a whole bunch of my time. Okay. Um, what, what my week in the life kind of looks like is Sundays. I sit down and I find the stocks that I might want to watch throughout the week. And so I'll pick maybe five that I'm watching for the week to see if they're going to present some good trades. And I check them twice a day. And so about, 30 minutes twice a day. So an hour a day okay. um, is about how much I spend. And I don't even do it every day. Like there's some weeks where I won't even trade. Okay. Like I took all of July off so I could go to New Zealand um, and I just kind of make my own schedule.
1: Okay. And that's where the budgeting and savings comes in. Because if you don't yes. manage the money that you've earned via trading, then taking a month off is not going to be an option if you took up all your money the month before.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, that's awesome! Wow, you know, for some reason I I thought that I don't. I guess I thought oh you have a doggy. Sorry, that's
2: yeah. Okay. <laughs> he didn't understand
1: we podcast. <laughs> for some reason, I always thought that you did. I just I didn't even know there was a difference. I thought that like oh, if you're trading, you're day trading.
2: No, yeah, there's a difference. Okay.
1: Wow, that's really good to know, because I think, too, that some of our listeners might get turned off by the thought of, I don't want to sit by that computer looking at that green and up and down arrow and the red arrow, you know, like all day, every day, like like you saying, doing hundreds of trades a day. That doesn't appeal to, I think, right. the, the average person. So it's good to know that there are, are there others, aside from day trading and swing trading, are there other types of trading um, styles that we should know?
2: Um, so there's day trading, swing trading... There's one other. Uh, it escapes me right now. And then after that, it's a matter of like what type of they call them instruments. So what do you want to trade? Do you want to trade stocks? Do you want to trade options? Do you want to trade Forex, which is a foreign currency? And now we have cryptocurrency. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So what, what are your thoughts on cryptocurrency? Let's talk about that. Like, so remember, guys, this is what it what we share here is not to be taken as direct advice about what you should do with your life this is my lawyer um talking um, <laughs> this is merely a conversation between two professionals and you know you should do your due diligence um so with that being said so what are your thoughts like in general about cryptocurrency like i guess bitcoin and litecoin and all the stuff in particular like it just seems i remember it just especially bitcoin exploded out of everywhere out of nowhere and um and now it seemed like it did really well and then it went away and then really well again, and then it's gone away. So what are your thoughts on, on cryptocurrency?
2: My thoughts are, I really don't recommend it for someone who is just getting started because of the huge swings that can happen in cryptocurrency. Like a lot of people um, they bought in and they thought they were doing something. But it was just, I mean, they got lucky, basically. They didn't really understand what they were doing and how it worked. Um, But because there was so much pandemonium around it, um, a lot of people got lucky. So I always recommend, like, if you don't know anything about it, about trading, like, don't, don't get into it.
1: No, I think that's really good advice because you're right. Cryptocurrency was such the wave. And I think that the mistake that a lot of people make is that they hear a hot stock tip, right? Mhm And they go and purchase, but they have no idea why like when when Colin Kaepernick you know um did the nike ad and and Nike ended up doing well, but folks were just buying just to buy, but I don't think they really understood you know why they should buy if they should at all and if they should keep and sell, or you know should they hold and so
2: and yeah, I see a lot of that, and i I always recommend is don't let the fear of missing out make you jump into investments that you don't understand. Trust me, the stock market's not going anywhere. There's going to be other stocks. There's going to be other companies. You're going to have the opportunity. So please take the time to stop and get educated on what you're going to invest in.
1: Yeah, FOMO will have you broke out, right?
0: Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, always, I always say hope will make you go broke, okay?
0: <laughs> hey, BA fam. this episode is sponsored by State Farm. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: <laughs> About how long, like uh, when you, you know, first started, um, was your intention always to be able to make enough to, to quit your nine to five?
2: No, at first it wasn't. It was just, oh, I'm going to try to learn this and maybe I'll make a little bit of money. Um, And I was trying to actually start another business at the same time. And the trading just really took off. And my husband was like, this is what you should be concentrating on. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should. And it just, it worked. It worked out.
1: And so how long into trading were you able to be like, wait a minute, I I think I can quit. (laughs) <laughs> actually
2: I got fired okay <laughs> because of the business I had started they were they said they saw me as a conflict of interest so I actually got kicked out of the nest before I was ready because I had this whole plan that Um, I was going to quit and run the business. And like I said, trading wasn't even the forefront of it. I didn't think that was going to be it. So about a year, um, that was a year after I had been um, trading and I had to figure out what, what I was going to do. We stopped, we looked at our finances, saw what was coming in, what was going out, what could we pay off. And When we looked at what money was coming in, we saw that I was making quite a bit with the trading. And so I just started doing that and managing my retirement account that I had with my job. And when I took my retirement account from $40,000. $40,000. I had it at my company for four years and it was $40,000 in it. And I took it from 40000 to, uh, 92,000 wow. in, uh, four months or excuse me, six months. Then I was like, okay, yeah, I'm onto something. And so that's really what launched me into like going for it full time.
1: Wow. That's amazing. Four months. Yeah. Right. So results are not typical. So don't, you know, for those of you yes. listening, <laughs> no. So I guess, Hmm. If somebody is wanting to, do you think the average person could make enough to trade in their nine to five?
2: Yes. I actually have, um, two students who have traded their nine to five. I have a third who is on her way to have traded her nine to five by December of this year. Mm -hmm. Um, and the beauty of it is the way it's structured is you can dictate whether you want to trade your nine to five, you don't even have to quit your job. Maybe you want to work in a nonprofit that maybe doesn't pay as much, but you want to compensate, you know, have extra income, another way to create income. You can do that. Maybe you want to stay at your job, uh, and you just want to create income or you want to actually trade your nine to five. You can. And that's the beauty of the way I've structured the program is like, you can decide what your life is going to look like. So, yeah.
1: What can you expect to start with? So, if someone's like, but I don't even have a lot of money, but I would like to trade in my nine to five, what's a reasonable amount of money to start with as far as trading is concerned?
2: So, um, I always say no money. (laughs) Start Mm. with no money uh, because there's there's, uh, something out there called a virtual account. And I started with this when I first started. A virtual account is a pretend stock account where you can buy and sell and kind of learn what you're doing with virtual money before you put your real money out there. And I practiced, it's it's called a practice account, but I used it for eight months before I started using my real money because I wanted to be confident and comfortable with what I was doing before I used real money. So I always say, start with zero And don't let the fear of missing out drive you crazy. Okay. Um, And then after that, I say, if you're going to be trading at least a thousand dollars, no more than 3000. Okay. Um, And then if you're doing long-term investing, you can start with as little as like $20 with some of the discount boutique apps that they have out now Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the way up to like 500 if you want it. But yeah.
1: Why do you think like, because, you know, like in the personal finance space, trading gets such a bad rap. You know, people will tell you, which it's not necessarily a terrible thing if you're not willing to do the work. Like, put your money in an index fund. You know, so for those of you who don't know, index fund is a fund that mirrors whatever market. So the mm-hmm. S and P five hundred. So basically, whatever the market does, that's exactly where your your what your money will do. If the market is up, your money is up. The market is down, your money is down. It's basically like buying all the stocks in that particular market, and it just means that you can kind of set it and semi forget it. So. I find a lot of uh, financial, um, personal financial experts kind of poo poo on trading. Why do you think that is?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's because people don't take the time to look into stocks. They're either trying to jump on the bandwagon of someone else saying they're, they're, you know, bought a stock or they're trying to get rich quick with it. And that's not the way to go. Like, is it possible to make a lot of money with it? Yes. But you have to, again, know your risk tolerance, know, um, how to manage your money. Say like, don't try to make a lot of money in one trade, like make a, make a budget or a goal. Say, okay, with this trade, I say always assign it a job, especially when you first have, you start out and you have debt. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, like when I first started with my coach purse, it's like, okay, this purse is $200. So when I make $200 on this, I'm going to sell, or I'm going to make a hundred dollars and then I'm going to sell. And I'm going to do another one and make a hundred dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also was like, if I lose $25, I'm going to sell because you have to you know, okay. know that so that you can minimize risk. And a lot of people don't know that or don't do that. And they don't take the time to learn how to do that. And so that's why a lot of finance people will tell you that trading and buying individual stocks isn't the way to go because the normal individual um, or the average individual won't take the time to do that. Yeah. And our money is emotional. Like we get emotional about our money. You know, when we see it going away on the screen, we we panic because we remember, you know, what it was like before when we didn't have money. And we know, you know, we don't want to go back to there. And so it, it conjures up a whole bunch of emotions as well. And you have to learn how to how to deal with that, too.
1: Yes, because even now, like, I, I just opened up my Robin Hood app. I'm like, what in the entire hell is happening? Right? <laughs> so, like, it was it was always green. It's so terrible to open it up. And, and now it's been red. What? <laughs> it's been like today. I lost 2%. Last week, a, I mean, of, of all time, I, I think I started... Oh, I started my birthday. Look at me. I, October 16th, 2017. So almost a year ago, literally to date. And so an over, in that year, I've gained 8.14%. But at one point, it was like 20% that like my gains, you know? Mm-hmm. So it just feels like, what's happening? But honestly, this is kind of like my... um my play money. So literally like, you know, I'll see a stock do a little research and I'm like, "Oh, I'll buy one share, two shares cuz I don't know that I'm ready. Would you have to would you say that someone really has to be committed to especially in the beginning if you're going to start trading. It's not something that you can kind of like I know it doesn't take as much time as day trading, but you really have to be committed to learning the process and investing the time and the energy to do it right. And I don't feel like I have the capacity right now to really commit to learning. But you make me seem like "Mm, you make it seem possible.
2: (laughs) Well, and I think that's important to identify that saying, like, okay, I don't think I have the capacity or the time. Then, you know, that then, you know, attempting to do this um, isn't for you. And that's good. But instead of getting out there and then you're like, oh, I forgot to check my stock today and mm. I didn't get out at the time I was supposed mm. to. And I didn't set my sale price. Then you're losing money because you're distracted. Even now, like when I know I'm going to be distracted, I'm traveling or I'm with family. and I'm like, I know I'm not going to have time to check. I just don't even trade at all okay. because I don't. So if you know that that is your lifestyle and you don't have the time to commit to it, I would say focus on the investing
1: side. Okay. of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. See, see because i think you know i feel like sometimes um uh the personal finance space there can be uh, there's a lack of duality you know like mm-hmm. folks are like no budget but, like like you know since i'm the budgetista folks will say like girl, I'm not worried about nobody's budget. I'm here to teach people how to make money. And I'm like, well, I'm, I don't, I'm not opposed to people making money. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not here. I'm, there's no one, one or or all or other. I I feel like there was a a hole in the market for basic financial education. And I just wanted to create a space for foundation so people could go on to people like you, not for you to stop. And not move forward. So sometimes I feel like in our space that folks choose all or nothing. And I don't really, that's not how people work. You know, there are people who are going to want to invest for the long term. There are people who are totally open to trading. More and more of my friends are getting to Forex. You know, Um, there are folks who are like, I'm wanting to start a business. I feel like it's possible to um, want to try all things and figure out what's best for you. And to me, there is no right or wrong. It's just what's right for you.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing with the stock market is that there's so many ways to make money with this that, like you said, there is no right or wrong. Like what is best for you is what matters.
1: hmm. Yeah. So, OK, so you started trading, you're doing well, you were, you know, you you got fired, but that was a godsend deal loss. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, then you realize, huh, what made you say, I want to now teach this to is it mostly women or do you have men too?
2: I have men too, but ninety percent of my audience is women. Okay, which is which is awesome because you don't see very many women in the investing or stock market space. So I absolutely love it when I, you know, they're excited because they understand it, or they're excited because they're making money. Um, one one student was like, "Oh, I was out with my toddler and I got a notification on my phone that I made money." So it is awesome. Mm. But yeah, there so, are some men trickled
1: in there. <laughs> so what was the trigger that said it's time for me to start teaching this?
2: you know, I started getting people coming to me and they're like, okay, what are you doing differently than what we're doing? And I was like, well, in the stock market and they're like, what, how did you learn?" And then they wanted me to start teaching them. And I, I at first was like, I can't believe someone would want to pay me to teach them mm. <laughs> how to do this. And I was, I love helping people and I get really excited when I, t- when I talk about it, okay. so I was like, maybe I could. And then it's really, to me, doesn't feel like a job because I'm talking about something I enjoy all day long.
1: Okay.
2: And, uh, I had a ex coworker who was like, Hey, um, how much he wrote me my first check. I have it framed in my office Aww. and I just kind of started putting together, trying to get everything out of my head and onto paper to teach this. And, you know, that's when I discovered the world of online courses and, you know, got out there with it.
1: Well, what
2: does a course with Tila look like? Ooh, a course with me looks like, um, I'm teaching you my system, like with everything out there in the stock market, there's, it's just more information and more information and more information. And then you don't know what to do with it all. Uh Well, with, with my program, I'm giving you step-by-step, this is what you look for. This is when you know when to buy, this is how you figure out when to sell. And so people, um, can grasp that a lot better when they're they're told, okay, this is the your your system or your process to follow, and it gives you the rules that you're supposed to play by in the stock market, so that you're minimizing your risk and things like that. But um, so it's a video course. There's a um, Facebook group community of about 260 of us helping each other, and the beauty is since we're all following the same system or process, like when someone posts they're watching a stock you can see exactly where they got in and where they got out because we're all following the same system like some of them are like hey i got in that same trade and i got out about the same time and it's like it's so awesome um to be able to you know kind of have a community like that
1: i love that that's just awesome i just love that there's this rise In women really taking control of their finances and no longer just kind of like waiting for things to be shared or given to them. Yeah. Yeah. So kudos to you. That's awesome. Like our our audience is largely women and largely brown women. And so we're always wanting to expose them to dope, awesome folks and resources and just some like encouragement that they too can can, can try something new. I know a lot of people who are unhappy at their current job. And, you know, I'm actually going to make the suggestion to someone who just told me the other day, like, yo, I hate my job. This is the second job in a row that I hate. And it just has like a light bulb going like, huh? She actually has her, her bachelor's in finance and her master's in like marketing or something like that. So I'm going to be like, well, girl, do you have a thousand dollars, you know, to start trading? Like I know a course. So if people wanted to take your course, where would they find it?
2: You can find the course at TradeYour9to5.com.
1: Okay. I love that. That's smart. Trade Your 9, the letter 9, I mean the number 9, Number right? 9, mm-hmm. Two, uh, number 2 or just to Trade tradeyour 9 T-O. To5.com. TradeYour9to5.com. I love that. All yes. right, Miss Tila, we have just a few more minutes. So if you, the best piece of advice you can give someone who is like, you know what, I'm really interested in trading. Um, I think I want to start. Um, if you could go back to beginner trader Tila, you know, what would you have told her that's going to help us?
2: I would say start with the products and services, you know, because it's going to motivate you to keep going, because some of this stuff can seem like it's overwhelming or over your head. And you're like, are they even speaking English in this joint? But start with that, because that for me, knowing that, you know, the the purses is what motivate me. And so it kept me um, moving forward, trying to figure it out and understand it. Um, versus if I had to learn about biotech, like I would, I would have gave up because Mm. I don't understand that space. So maybe it's where you work. Maybe I had a dental assistant and you know more about the stuff that's, you know, involved in being a dental assistant. Maybe there's products and companies there. Um, maybe you like you work in finances, you know, about financial companies, that kind of thing. So start with stuff that, that, you know, and already understand because that'll help you to get going. Um, and then I will say, it's not just about you. So okay. if it helps you, cause we, we're so easy to just throw ourselves to the back burner. Or, oh, I'll get to it. Oh, I've got to do this else for someone else. But you learning this, you learning how to trade or invest, isn't just for you. It is for your children. If you have children, it's for your parents. If you have, uh, of course we have parents, but it's <laughs> you know, it's for your, pa- <laughs> it's for your parents, but it's for everyone else. And then think about, you know, the, the impact you could have in the world. So, it's not just about you. Okay. So, so definitely take the time to, to learn this.
0: Okay.
1: I love that. Tila, thank you so much. You're so awesome. So Tila, if somebody wanted to follow you on these interwebs, aside from like signing up for your um, trade your nine to com class, if I wanted to find you on social media, how can I do so?
2: I am Tila Holcomb on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm not that great with Twitter, but I'm on there. <laughs> um, you can also find me at tilaholcomb.com. I always recommend go through my free course first, see if I'm for you, because I know every teacher isn't for every student. Yeah. So check that out, see if you like the way that I teach the the information, um, and just kind of get your toes wet with learning about the stock market, and then take it from there.
1: I love that, Tila. See, you are a unicorn. So <laughs> no, for real. Like the fact that you even mentioned like, you know, your free course for it first, um, that just, I mean, it to me, I wish more folks in business thought about, you know, making sure that folks that were purchasing for them, that it was really the right fit, mm-hmm. you know, versus like, You know, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me. Like that's not my business. Whether it's a, it's a good match for you. I really wish that more people, like you know, ran their businesses from a place of integrity where they understood that someone doesn't have to lose for you to win. So I thank you for that.
2: Yeah, and I, I do that a lot. And people, I guess they expect to be sold to for me, and I'm like, no, because my goal is to see you successful. And if you're not at the step where this is going to make you successful, I, I always recommend, you know, maybe go to the step that is going to make you successful and then come back to me. Um, I had a lady that um, she had some debt that she wanted to pay off. And from the sounds of it, I was like, hey, I would work on your debt first and then come back to me and I'll be here. I promise you. And she was like, wow, I expected you to like really mm. try to push me in there. And I'm like, no, like it wouldn't do you any justice to get in here if you're not ready. So I'm always I always do that.
1: Guys, I hope that you enjoyed um, today's Brown Ambition special guest. Um, I hope that you feel empowered to be able to invest in a different way. I hope you're empowered to, to look into trading. Um, you can go to teelaholcomb.com and take her, her free course to see if it's right for you. Or if you're like, I'm ready now, you can certainly go to tradeyour9to5.com and follow Teal all over the interwebs. Um, and we will see you next week. Mandy will be back in black. And brown. Um, And I will be back and always black. Um, Until then, Brown Ambition listeners, we love you. See, Manny's not here, so I can act all the way up. Don't tell her that I was acting up. (laughs) All right, Tila, thank you. Thanks.